What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. <sighs> How's it going? Uh, it's been better, but it's been better. Back with us again, obviously, Justin, the Russian concussion mascaro. How you doing, Justin? Great. Justin's got a new brother, Nick. You know that? That's why he couldn't make the live stream. Unreal. Healthy baby. How many pounds? He was like five. He was a that's small. small guy, yeah. Okay. Um, no, yeah, that's awesome. That's a good reason to miss a stream. Uh, all right. Episode 89, Big Easy Bets. We're here to give you our college picks of the week and our NFL picks. We're going to recap last week, roller coaster of a day in uh, college football. And then pretty much we all cleaned up pretty nicely in college. Clean sweep for Justin. Uh, a pretty damn good weekend for me as well. Uh, all right. Big Easy Bets, episode 89, brought to you by Prediction Strike. You've heard us talk about it many a times. I bought stock in on Mike Williams last week. Mike Williams went crazy. So if you were like me, had the wherewithal to buy into Mike Williams, then you made some money to the tune of, I think he went for, what was it, 180 yards, two touchdowns, something like that. Uh, Two bonus touchdowns if you're in a bonus fantasy league. It goes by your fantasy projections. He exceeded that mightily. So stop what you're doing right now. Go to the App Store, download Prediction Strike, use the promo code BIGEASYBETS. It is the stock market for athletes. If you know sports and you think you know stocks, get in on Prediction Strike. You're missing out. Promo code BIGEASYBETS. They will match your first free athlete share. They will give you a first free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. Promo code BIGEASYBETS. Help us help you by helping us. All right, let's recap last week. Like I said, roller coaster of a uh, roller coaster of a Saturday started out with a fucking bang, um, with possibly the most electric live stream of all time. Um, that was, I, it was crazy. I don't even know what I don't even know how to put it into words. Um, Justin, you lost your Texas <laughs> bet. <laughs> I did. Texas plus three and a half did not hit. It was looking great. Um, so me and Nick obviously had Oklahoma minus three and a half. Just for anybody that wasn't tuned into the stream, we'll recap it for you. They go down 28-7 to after the first play of the game. Uh, it was like a 75-yard touchdown. So morale was low. It wasn't looking good. Rattler sucks. He, he looked like he was, didn't even know how to play quarterback. Um, and so then the coach, Lincoln Riley, God bless him, makes a move to bring in the backup, Caleb Williams, who is like a little baby Cam Newton. First touch he had of the game, I think he took it 66 yards to the house. And then you follow that up with uh, some pretty incredible plays. We were so lucky to cover this spread. That touchdown um, to Mims oh, yeah. was wild. What a player. What a player. Uh, that was insane. So then, so how did it go? They tie it up 41-all. And then on the ensuing kickoff, Oklahoma runs down and strips Texas. Miraculously strips them. Basically, they get the ball in the red zone after review, go down and score. They're up 48-41. We're like, what just happened? The script just flipped. And then Texas goes down on a drive and leads, like catches this miraculous touchdown throw. The guy wasn't even in that bad of coverage. It was just a good throw and catch. Uh, very unfortunate. So they tie up 48-all. Well, then Oklahoma gets the ball back with just enough time to go down and get in field goal range. So we knew, like, we got to get lucky. We got to break one. It's our only chance because they were playing for the field goal. They have a really good kicker. Um, so we were pissed. And so then one play left, 
uh, they run a play that they had ran previously. It's a weird little shift over by the quarterback, and it's a direct snap to the running back. It's a fake pitch to the quarterback, and then Kennedy Brooks just does what he does best and is make a house call to win the game on a walk-off, essentially three seconds left, but call it a walk-off at the buzzer to cover the three and a half. They kick a field goal. We lose our bet. And Justin wins his bet. Yeah. I was uh I was I was at my dad's house and me and my little brother, not my new little brother, but my <laughs> old little brother. Yeah. Old little brother. Yeah, yeah. We're sitting right then. there. And uh I was like, go grab me another beer. And so he gets up <laughs> and I'm like, fuck yes, like I'm gonna win. I was like <laughs> Because this is when it was seven seconds left. I was yeah. like, all right, they'll probably do one more play, get a little bit closer. So I see him lined up like in the shotgun formation and then calls HUD. And I'm like, all right, run play. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And then he misses like three tackles. And then I'm like, fuck, we just lost. And I throw the beer on the ground. He's like, what? what what's going on? <laughs> Give me another one. <laughs> it's fucking lost. It tasted bad. <laughs> but if I was going to lose that, I mean... Oh, I'm I'm glad y'all won. I mean, I only had one unit on it. Yeah, I know uh, y'all had. A little I, bit more it was than my me. biggest bet of the year. Yeah. So, um, and no. it looked great for the stream too. Oh, I mean, it boy. was phenomenal. Boy, did it! That was that was raw raw emotion. Um, I turn to you. I go for the high five, but then I'm like, wait, the microphone. I take my headset. I threw it. I'm like, are we hugging? Are I was like fucking? restrained by this. So I take. I was restrained by my headset because it's uh, secured to the desk. So I throw that. And then, yeah, Nick's, like, jumping into my arms. Like, yeah, that was just, like, no idea what to do with my hands. Just, like, pure pure emotion. That was just pure joy. There's few videos that I'll look back on and just, like, that make you smile. That's one of them. I'll and never forget it. No, that was, like. They, they've run this play before. They did? No, because <laughs> when he did it. They've run this play before. He did Go! it. Go! <laughs> because, dude, I started screaming, like, before he split the two guys. Because I was, like, I was, like, this has a fucking chance. Because he faked the pitch. I was, like. They scored on that in the second in the second quarter. That's what I was like, we we've done this before. We've done this before. And then he just dude, just to the crib. I was I couldn't believe it. Like my adrenaline was going through the roof. That was wild. Um loved every minute of it. And then so that was the start of our roller coaster day. So we started down twenty eight to seven. So we were in the dumps and then we come back at an all time high, might never be topped. And then it was just a fucking roller coaster from there. So to recap mine. Um, I had Oklahoma minus three and a half, like we just talked about. I mean, I was never nervous. So, uh, the over under was at 64. This basically hit in the first quarter. It might as well have, um, it was the easiest over of all time. The red river rivalry is an over game. That's why I said on the stream, you bet the over in that game. Now there's been like, it was like 90 points scored last year. It's like 96 this year. I think it was 99 last year. Granted it was four overtimes, but uh, my lock of the week was Georgia, minus 15 and a half. Bo Nix sucks. There's no two ways about it. He just sucks. Georgia covered this easily. Iowa, minus one and a half against Penn State. We hit all the big games, so take that for what it's worth. But Iowa against Penn State, they covered the one and a half. Took them a long time to get going and got a little luck from Clifford getting hurt. But it is what it is. A win is a win. Uh, Louisville, Virginia, over 70. Nick was on the spread on this one. This game was incredibly frustrating, more for him than me, but... 67 points scored. Yep, 67 points scored. And my over-unders, I swear, I, I miss over-unders by, I miss the team total by like one. Uh, three to one, one to three points on multiple, multiple games this year. Um, even in the NFL with the Saints game and goddamn Rosas can't kick for shit. Uh, UConn minus three and a half. Horrible pick. 
Horrible pick. They suck. They suck. You bet on two shitty teams, one of them's going to lose. So they, they might as well have both lost. BYU minus six. Did not see this game going the way that it did. Um, never seen a team not be able to play in the rain. They're one of them. You think translates well. Ground game against a Boise State defense that struggles to stop the run? No. Uh, what really sucked was Alabama loses outright to Texas A&M. I don't know that anybody saw this coming. I don't believe you if you said that you did. I had Alabama first half minus 10.5, and, and I had Alabama on the full game minus 17.5. Clearly neither one hit. Uh, Alabama, bunch of frauds. Um, Coastal first half minus 10.5. This was a late ad. They cover the spread. Coastal Arkansas State over 73. What was the total in this one? 72? Yeah. 72 goddamn points. That's what I'm saying. One to three points I'm missing these by. Should have hit the over there. Uh, Cincinnati Temple over 52.5. Luckily one bounced my way because this one should have hit the over easily way before it did. But we, we cash in there. Stanford plus 13 and a half. They had a shot there at the end. Uh, late turnover. Too many turnovers by the quarterback. Um, and then we added App State last night. App State sucks. Bad. Uh, terrible pick. Terrible ad. Terrible start to the week. That's why we're putting it We're putting it on the board for last week because we are starting fresh yeah. this week. Nobody bets Tuesday football. Uh, so I went six and eight. Nick, you had ten plays. Oklahoma minus three and a half. We all talked about that. Louisville minus two and a half. Man, I think Louisville was up 17 in the fourth quarter. They let Virginia, of all teams, come all the way back and beat them. Then Georgia, this game, actually, Bo Nix played a lot better than I thought he would. He tried to do a little bit of that running backwards too much, and it that's what ended up not allowing them to be able to score. Um BYU minus six. BYU was up ten nothing, and then it started to rain, and then I started to feel pain in my chest. <laughs> Iowa minus one and a half. Uh, this was a close one. Luckily, Penn State's quarterback got hurt, Clifford, and uh, the backup wasn't able to do much against that Iowa defense. LSU plus three and a half. I forgot LSU sucks. Yep, <laughs> they do. Alabama, minus 10.5. Alabama, minus 17.5 for the full game. Yeah, I didn't see this one coming. I They should have won this game. Yeah. Um, I think if they would have leaned on the run at the end, they would have won it comfortably, and A&M would have never had a chance to even tie the game. But who am I to question Nick Saban? Yep. Justin, you had 11 plays. How did uh, that go? We know how your day started. Yeah, no, it it didn't go well. It's <laughs> um, back-to-back weeks at... Let's talk about UConn. UConn minus three and a half, your lock of the century. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> to everybody that tailed me. I'm sorry if y'all put everything on it. I'm just sorry. Are you going to give them their money back? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, Georgia Tech, that was a winner. Um, it was a close one too. What they won by? They four. won by four. Yeah, yeah. You you love them half point victories. Um, Oregon State honestly didn't see it. Uh, minus three and a half. They did not cover. Um, yeah, they didn't win. They lost. No, they though, lost right? by seven. Okay. Tulane Houston over fifty nine and a half, fifty four and a half. One of the two. Either way, it hit. Um, Houston's good. Houston's better than I gave them credit for. Yeah. without a doubt. Michigan minus three and a half. What they what they win by? They win by three. Three. Oh. That one, yeah, okay. Now you're on the wrong side of the half point. 
Uh, UCLA, Arizona, over 61. I think it was like low 50s. Yeah, they uh, started out super slow. Coastal Carolina, minus 19 and a half. They covered that relatively easily. Uh, Iowa, minus one and a half. We were all three on that. Good pick there. And then, uh, like me and Nick, Justin was also on Alabama and Alabama first half. Nobody saw that coming. I don't care what you say. I don't care what anybody says. Nobody outside of college station thought that A&M would win, and even they didn't think that they would win. So I went 6-8 and eight when we were eyeing down a potential, like, 8-6, and six, uh, or I was, um, just absolutely just ruined it there at the end. Uh, Nick went 3-7. and seven. Justin went 4-7. and seven. Oh, all, all around a bad week for us in college football. I hit my lock. They didn't, but who's keeping track? Um, so that brings us to... I'm sitting at 31, 35, and 2, 4, and 3 on my locks of the week. Nick is sitting at 23, 26, and 1, 3, and 4 on his locks of the week. And Justin is sitting at 29, 20, and 26. No pushes for Justin. Locks sitting at 4, and 3. Time to uh, time to get back right this week. I mean, there's yeah. No, Before no, the night game started, I was sitting at 3, and 2 in, yeah. in a game. In one of those games, I felt like I was robbed in Louisville when they blew it. Yeah, you were. So it's like. I was feeling good to start. Yeah. And I was looking at my games and I was like, all right, Alabama. I automatically checked those. I was no, like, in my head, I did too. I mentally, win, win. I mentally checked those boxes. That's why I was like, okay, I'm going, what would I have been? Eight and five because I we wouldn't have added app or seven and five, one of the two. So, yeah, I mean, that's what that's what I get. Calzada uh, sucks unless he's playing the best team in the country. So, um, but all right. Kind of a weird Saturday slate, I would say. Um, nothing really crazy in terms of matchups. Our stream this week is going to be Oklahoma State versus Texas, number 12 versus number 25. Uh, that line has come down a half a point, it looks like. Um, yeah, who wants to go first? Save your, save your locks for last. We'll, we'll do the locks last. I'll go first because I'm sure I have the most picks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I have 12. Good. I think I've got – Go, shoot. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. All right. Coming with Thursday night game. Memphis minus ten and a half over Navy. Hmm. You're taking Memphis? Yes, I'm taking Memphis. Okay. Um I don't know shit about Navy. Have you seen Navy play? I know they're no. not, I know they're not anywhere near as good as they're not that good, but um they did find a way to beat UCF. Who was without Dylan Gabriel and uh, UCF without Dylan Gabriel sucks. This is an interesting pick. They seem to find a way to hang around in games, but um, this is an interesting pick. But Memphis has slowed down a lot. Yes, as yeah. so recently. So uh, Navy just lost to number twenty-four at the time, ranked SMU thirty-one and twenty-four. Memphis just lost to Tulsa. Tulsa fucking sucks. We saw that at Fat Boys. Yeah, yeah they're on a three-game losing streak right now. And then Temple's not that great. Um, and then they took UTSA. They lost by three to UTSA, which UTSA is pretty good. But then they beat Mississippi State. So this is a why? good spot for them to bounce back. I mean, they're at home and yeah. on a three-game uh, losing streak. So and then playing Navy. So I feel like they can kind of get turned back around. Yeah, they are coming off of um, two away games, so I'm sure they're happy to get back home. But yeah, I don't know. Godspeed on that one. I haven't looked into that. I haven't really seen either team play. Um, but, all right, do y'all have either the other Thursday game or any of the Friday games? 
Uh, I have a Friday game. I also have a Friday. Okay, Nick, you go first because I was looking at a couple, but I didn't pull the trigger. But um, you know, I'm always I'm always uh, interested. I'm going with um, number twenty four, San Diego State minus nine and a half at San Jose State. San Diego State is rolling. They're five and zero, oh, and they're back in the driver's seat in the Mountain West after a disappointing season last year. Will the defending Mountain West champs give them a trouble? I think so. San Diego State loves to run 244 yards rushing per game. Uh, San Jose State, San Jose State's defense, though, only allows 3.8 yards per carry. So they're decent against the run. I wouldn't say that's a really strong rushing defense, but that's good enough. The biggest problem for San Jose State has been their turnovers this year. Uh, they've played the past, I think, two or three games without Nick Starkle due to an injury. He could be back. He might not be. We're gambling here. Um, the biggest thing is, is I think that if San Diego State, I mean San Jose, this it's, it's going to be kind of yeah, hard because they're twister. so confused. It's a tongue twister. San Jose State, if they can limit the turnovers That's what I'm gonna say. I'm and have a little bit of success against um, San Diego State's rushing attack, then I don't think San Diego State's passing game is going to be any good to run away with this one. They only throw the ball for 121 yards per game. Um, this is a team that I know of their quarterback. He can run a little bit. Not a very good thrower. So if they... Like last year, when teams were able to stop them from running is when their season went south. I think that this could be a pivot point for both of these teams' season where maybe San Jose State gets back on track and San Diego State could be on upset alert. Okay, so you're taking San Jose State. Yes. That's what I'm saying. The like, underdogs. With, with the two names. At I was, home. I was like, halfway through that, I had no idea who. I was like, they're like the same, the same name. Um, all right, so you're taking San Jose State plus 9.5 at home. Starkle may be back, may not. I want to take a Friday game just because I don't want to sit there. Just wait to find out. Yeah. I might add it. Um, I definitely. I mean, if he's back, I mean, either way, look, the the backup's not bad. They both have turnover problems, but. Yeah. What do you, okay, so. I think the playmakers, though, for San Diego State, they have some, they have talent at the wide receiver position, and then the running backs, they're, they're facing a tough defense, but the key here is if San Diego State can't run it, then they're going to find themselves in trouble yeah. against a, 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 a team that can score when yeah. they don't turn the ball over. Okay. Um, so that's the late game on Friday. Justin, which Friday game are you on? Uh, I'm, all, I'm actually on two Friday games. I'm on that game as well. What, um, which side are you leaning? I'm taking the over, actually. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's at 41. Usually, Is I, it only at 41? Yeah, usually I go with the trend. Like if it's super low, I go with the – under but yeah. this one i mean I, I feel like that's just too low for those teams i mean yeah 41 is low um i mean starkle likes to throw the ball around a little bit if uh yeah no the san diego i mean san jose like state the, likes to throw it yeah so if they can have success i mean force uh but yeah i guess that's the whole basis of your argument is if they can fo- stop the run for san diego state the other team um kind of get them out of their game a little bit then they're not going to be able to have enough success through the air. Um, all right, so what is the other game that you're on then? Um, I am on Oregon against California. Okay. See, I was looking at this one. I was considering it. I was thinking about maybe taking a first half, but these teams. 
Oregon's got some injuries. I know Verdell's out, their leading rusher. Thibodeau's not playing either, right? Oh, I don't know. I, that's what I'm saying. I ha- I'm not on this. I haven't taken it. I haven't really looked into it as much as I would like to if I'm going to take it. Um, can you look that up, though? That's pretty pretty big. What's his first name? Oh, I don't even sh- – I don't know. I don't know. Just do Oregon Thibodeau injury. Um, Cal's one of those, like, scrappy teams that feels like like they play close games. Um, I was looking at potentially first half. The full game spread currently is at 13 and a half. Um, so you're taking Oregon full game? Yeah. And um, I'm also taking the over at 54. Okay. Um, I like how Oregon's got two weeks to kind of prepare for this game. Yeah. And then I also think that they're fighting to get into the playoffs. Yeah, it's weird that they, they still, like, I guess with the loss of Bama, they still feel like the door's potentially open for Oregon to find their way into the playoff. I don't see there's any way that Oregon gets in. No, no way. But, they, but like, they... Like he's he's saying, people legitimately think so. So they they do too. Like, well, people are out of their mind. I mean, they are ranked ninth. So I don't know who Ohio State plays. I'm sure they play Michigan, obviously. So they're going to have a tough game potentially. Um, um, Thibodeau's going to be there for the second half because oh, he got suspended because of a targeting. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was seeing then. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna hold off on that one. But I mean, I was if I had to pick a side, yeah, I, I would probably go with Oregon. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna hold off. Yeah, no, Cal's not. Cal's good, but they aren't they aren't really 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 good team. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So if one if they're a team that when they if they'll play like a team like Oregon that's a a step above them or maybe two or three steps above them, they won't be able to do anything on offense. Their quarterback isn't good enough. Yeah. So I um I have a shitload of eleven o'clock games on Saturday, like a lot. So our stream's going to be at 11, so I'm going to be monitoring like five other games at the same time. Uh, my first one, uh, I'm going to take Rutgers minus two on the road against Northwestern. Rutgers has been kind of put through the gauntlet last three weeks. Uh, they played Michigan, Ohio State, and Michigan State. Obviously, they're in the midst of a three-game losing streak. I think that changes this week. Northwestern's offense is really bad. Rutgers isn't great, but Northwestern's is worse, and their defense is much worse than Rutgers as well. Uh, so I'll take the two points uh, on the road. Big Ten matchup. Northwestern's just their defense isn't what it was last year, and their offense is terrible. They're coming off of a fifty-six to seven loss to Nebraska. I mean, it's a rough a rough go for Rutgers, so uh, they're going to be fired up to play somebody that they actually have a chance to beat. So I also have uh, Rutgers minus two. As Rutgers well. minus two. You're on it as well. Yeah, really. I like it. All right. I kind of like them coming off of uh, playing three top ten teams. Uh, I feel like they're just going to be used to playing at that when, high level, and then uh, yeah, they're well. Now they're going to be yeah. like the receivers going to be like, ah, it's actually kind of yeah. easy to get open this <laughs> yeah. game. Like, were you on it before I said anything? Yeah. Okay, so we were all three consensus. It, yeah, huh? I was on it. All right, yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, Northwestern's uh, defense sucks, which means their team sucks because Northwestern's offense is never really anything yeah. good. Um. So, yeah, that one's at 11. So, all right, give me your next one, Justin. Um, I'm going with Pitt minus four and a half against Virginia Tech. All right, I was looking at this game as well. Uh, I am on this game, but I'm not on the point spread. Um, What's the quarterback's name? Pickett? Yeah, Kenny Pickett. He's having a phenomenal year. Yeah, he's damn good. I like Pitt. I like Narduzzi. I like the defense. The whole team's good. Um, oh, now it's at um, – 
Five. Yeah, five. Okay. I'm on uh, Virginia Tech. Are you? Okay, so I'll I'll give you a – you want me to go first or you go first on – You go. I don't really have too much about it, but I I have reasoning, you know. Okay, so um, I am on the under 57.5. I think two good defenses and Tech's offense sucks. So um, Virginia Tech's 107th in the nation, moving the chains on first and second down. Uh, So 62% of the time – they're ending up on a third down. So that's not good, especially against a pit defense with uh, Pat Narduzzi. Uh, they only convert third down at a 42% clip, which isn't terrible. It's not like in the bottom portion of the uh, country, but still not great. On the other side, their defense is fifth in the country on third and fourth down stops. So 30% of the time, uh, they allow the chains to be moved, meaning 70% of the time they're getting off the field on third and fourth down. Yeah. Um, which is 11th in uh, – oh, and Pitt's 11th in the same category. Sorry, I'm, my notes. I was fucking scribbling shit down earlier. Um, so this translates to both teams have a good defense. Pitt has the better offense um, statistically, but both have a really solid defense. Pickett struggles. Last year, middle middle of the year, he kind of hit a slow stretch and started struggling. Yeah, I remember. He makes some questionable decisions sometimes. Um, I bet on Pitt quite a bit last year. So um, – at first glance, I did like Pitt with the points, but after looking into it a little more, I'm just going to stay away from it. I'm going to take the under 57 and a half. So you're thinking you're taking the Hokies? Yeah, getting, at home, getting five. Getting five is, just seems like too many points here. You know, this is a, t- this is a Virginia Tech team that's played um, a lot of close games. and Yeah, I mean, I just don't see them getting blown out by Pitt at home. When, when they're at home. I think, like you said, their defense is too good. I understand that Pitt's really exploding on offense right now. but They really are. 560 yards of offense, which is like typically that's not like – they weren't doing that last year. Yeah, no. So Pickett is having a solid year. but Yeah, 19 touchdowns, one interception. Yeah. He's good. I just think that being at home, I think this is a one of those environments in college football where you don't want to be given the home team points. Yeah. So I'll take the home team with points here. Yeah, it's always tough to go into Virginia Lane Stadium. Um, all right, so Justin is on Pitt with the points. Nick's on Virginia Tech getting points. And I am on the under 57 and a half. So, like I said, we'll do locks at the end. Uh, one of my, my lock is an 11 o'clock game, but I'll get to that at the end. So my next one, UCF at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's 21-point favorites. The over-under currently sits at 57 and a half. Dylan Gabriel's not under center for the Golden Knights, and that is a problem. Without him, they have no chance. So they might not score a point, and I'm banking on that. Give me the under 57.5 in this one as well. So not touching the spread, um, but I'll take the under. Cincinnati showed uh, spurts where it's either like, and I haven't watched a ton of Cincinnati, but in the small sample size that I did, it's like boom or bust. Like long extended drives, they stall out. But if they're getting the passing game going, they're staying ahead of the chains, they're converting on first and second down, then they're going to march down the field and score. So um, They remind me of, like, Texas or North Carolina. Like, one week they're phenomenal, one week they're kind yeah. of just, like, struggling. and Yeah, on, the, on well. the offensive side of the ball, I, I guess. But defensively, I mean, their defense is the real fucking deal. Yeah. So that's what I, I'm banking on UCF to struggle to move the ball at all because their starter, in the absence of Dylan Gabriel, didn't do shit. So... Um, yeah, give me the under 57 and a half. Are y'all either one of y'all on this game? I'm not. Are you? Um, no, I was thinking about it. Maybe look at a first half for, 
I mean, I don't know, dude. Look, UCF's defense isn't very good, so this is a game where I could see Cincinnati blowing them out. It's just Cincinnati. I'm hoping they just try to establish the run and just kind of, kind of run it down. Cincinnati's really got everything to lose here. No, definitely. So, so there's a lot of pressure on them, and I don't really like. It's not. I don't like saying, "Oh, it's, it's a must win." They need to blow everybody out to get make the play. It's like this is a game. But that is true, though. I mean, they do. Like, it is, but it doesn't make – to me, that's more pressure than – it's not going to make them play better. If anything, it could, in my eyes, make them not play as good. Yeah, but I think it could, um, in some cases, affect play calling. Like, we're not going to go super conservative. Like, we're going to try to put up some points on the board, which doesn't bode well for my underpick. But in, in other cases, like Coastal, like Coastal's got to kick the shit out of everybody. Coastal can go undefeated, and they're not going to make the playoff. So, yeah. So they need multiple people to lose, and they need to beat the fuck out of everybody. So, I feel like in some cases it is like you can't you coastal can't win a game by a field goal. Or yeah, else it's like, they're okay. not gonna make the play. They could do whatever they. No, no, I know, but I'm just saying. But Cincinnati, this is the first time that um, I mean, they're in right now. A team's been ranked in the top three. That's not in the Power Five. So, mm-hmm. uh, in the college football playoff era. So. They're in the seat where it's like, okay, we're in control of our own destiny. If we went out, their their schedule's relatively easy. I think they have to play SMU's their toughest game left. Um so it's like there there really isn't a lot of room for slipping up or like even yeah. like lose winning one at the end. It's like they have to show dominance and to me that's a little bit too much pressure. It's like you you don't just get to go out there and try to win the football game. You gotta mm-hmm. do you got to worry about them maybe trying to do too much and yeah, it hurt. You got to go above and beyond. And does that? I mean, but you said you would look at potentially taking Cincinnati first half. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? I mean, it might be something I'll add. It'll probably be like fourteen. Uh, I don't know. Maybe a little bit less than that. Thirteen. I mean, Bama was thirteen with a seventeen and a half point full game spread. Yeah, it which grew though. It was, that's weird though when it uh, the first half moves a lot, but the full yeah. game doesn't. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that'll be something to look out for. See if we potentially add that on Twitter. Um, but yeah, I'll take the, uh, I'll take the under 57 and a half. So give me your next one for Saturday. Justin, you, um, my next one's Texas. So and whenever Oklahoma state. <laughs> yeah. And then okay. that's a- all right. Um, well, how many more total do you have? I have four. Oh, have you picked which one's your lock? No, we talked about it, but I thought we were going to wait to declare it. Well, no, yeah, I meant before we even break it down, but that's fine. We'll we'll talk about it at the end. All right, Justin, give me your next one then. Um, This one was almost my lock of the week, but I, it's not. I'm going with North Carolina and Miami. You, and you love the, the ACC. I do, yeah. I'm taking North Carolina minus seven. Um, It's at home, and Miami's dealing with some injuries. Um, Derek King's obviously out, yep. and then their starting center's out, and their running back's also out. So, um, Cameron Harris? No. Oh, um, well, who gives a shit? That's not their running back. Cameron Harris is the guy. <laughs> well, they got another running back. <laughs> the backup running back's out, you mean? Yeah. Um, well, they're third string, basically. Oh, okay. Derek King <laughs> gives a shit. Um, the, the water boys got COVID, so he's not playing. Like now we're now we're fucked up. But Cam- dude, Cameron UNC figured out a way to lose to Florida State. 
Yeah, well, work. I mean, if you look at them, they that is crazy. They do good one week, do bad one week. Okay, and they did bad last week, so I guess that's true. We're on pace to do good this week. So that, that makes sense. Hop on it. All right. Um, let's see. So we've gone there, there, there. That's my lock. Um, all right. I'm going back to the well. Give me Bama first half. Give me Bama full game. Fuck Mississippi State. <laughs> Bama bounces back. Fifth team, fifth ranked team in the country. On the outside looking in. Uh, they're not as good as we thought they were at the beginning of the year. Clearly, we thought that they were going to run away with it. Uh, no. But Mississippi State, all they want to do is throw the ball. Nick Saban's going to scheme up a game plan to allow uh, Rodgers to not have success doing that. Their defense is uh, okay, but not good enough to stop Bama. If they would just commit to the run, they'll dominate Mississippi State. Give me first half. I, I saw it at 11. Um, it might be less than that. Um, can you possibly see if you can find because I looked again. What time do they play? It's like 6 o'clock, I think. All right, I just found the game. Yeah, 6 o'clock. See. 17 is definitely the full game spread, so give me 17. But then I need the first half number. Um, I could see it being like 10. It's like 10. 10 okay. and a half. Okay. Well, which one? Because that's big. <laughs> I haven't placed this one yet I because I, I couldn't find the. Go with, um, I would say. It's 10 minus 120, 10 and a half, like minus one. Yeah, give me 10. Give me 10. Uh, first half minus 10, full game minus 17. We're going to blow the brakes off of the Bulldogs. They're going to get killed. This is a revenge game for Alabama. Not really a revenge game, but it's a uh, redemption for what and happened still last be, week. They'll be in the SEC championship game. Without a doubt, yeah. So they're still in the same position the, they were their before. Their fate is in their own hands, yeah. Except now that they, except now Alabama can't lose in the SEC exactly. championship and make the playoff. Yeah, but also, too, now they're going to be like, all right, we, they probably thought they were going to kick the shit out of A&M. And then, okay, next They made a know, lot of mistakes. Yeah, Bryce Young didn't look great either. A kickoff so. return for a touchdown. Yep. Oh, God. I mean, after they blocked the punt for it, it's like. Yep. A&M also. Talk about just give the momentum right back. Their offensive line had the best game of, like, their season. No, and the they quarterback. They were picking up. Well, obviously, yeah. I don't know what the hell happened there. But their offensive line was picking up every blitz perfectly. So gave him a clean pocket, and then there was a couple throws where he did get smoked and still delivered a, a damn good ball. Um, what do y'all think about Georgia first half? I haven't placed it. I think it. I looked at that one, actually. Um, I don't even – I don't know why I'm struggling to find who they're actually playing. Kentucky? Yes. Um, Kentucky can't score. Yeah, I thought that too. Okay, LSU is not Georgia, though. No, but we're still uh, the defense is definitely the strength of our team compared to the offense. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I don't think their quarterback threw the ball better than I thought he would. Yeah, when he had to. I mean, they ran it all over us. Don't get me wrong, but um, that might be one I add. I think same. It 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 feels just like Auburn. It feels just like Auburn. Yeah, like really, what's like, I think Kentucky's better than Auburn, but. I mean, yeah, but, but still, it still feels like same kind of style, though. They want to run the ball. The quarterback's not that good. They want to play defensive football. They they have a better defense than Auburn. Yeah, but, much better. But, but, but still, I, I I still think Georgia. The unders, oh, the total was 39 when I looked. Uh, I see 45. Serious? Yeah. Maybe I was looking at something else because that would be a I saw like 43 and a half earlier, I thought. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm, that may be something that I add. Currently, I'm not. Um, I'm gonna take a take a shot in the dark here. Uh, 
and I'll come to you in just a second, Justin. Um, I'm going to take Boise at home on the blue turf, minus four Air Force. Uh, I thought that BYU was going to run it all over Boise. They did not. Obviously, we know Air Force wants to just run the ball. Of the Armed Forces teams, they can throw the ball a little bit better than the rest. Uh, I don't – they're not good. Um, actually, I don't even know. I might have looked at the wrong thing and with their third down conversions, but regardless um, – on the blue turf, give me Boise. Coming, it is coming off of a big win against BYU. But just stop the run, just stop the run. It's easier said than done. Uh, I'm done betting against Boise. I'm coming back. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming back home. Um, all right, give me your next one, Justin. I'm actually on that game. Um, you Boise take, State minus four. Okay. Over Air Force. I don't think that they got the guys to to hang with Boise's weapons. Um, I mean, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, what else you got? Um, I have four more. Okay, give me. Did you pick OK State Texas? No. Okay, well you need to. Why would you not? Yeah, what are you? Too hard. <laughs> I didn't like it. Well, it's the live stream game. Um, all right, give me your next right. one. Um, BYU versus Baylor. Weird spread. So I'm going with the over at fifty and a half. I think both teams can really light it up. Better hope it doesn't rain. Um, okay. Yeah, Baylor. Baylor's off to a, a damn good start. They lost to, believe it or not, Oklahoma State, who we'll talk about shortly. Um, BYU looked like shit against Boise. Uh, Jaron Hall did not look good. He has never thrown a, a, a wet football before. So, uh, no rain and you might be all right. Um all right, give me – if you're not on Texas, then give me your your remainder picks as well. All right. Or on the Texas game. Um, I have Liberty, minus 32.5 <laughs> over ULM. Okay. Um, that. That's a lot of points, but I – don't, I don't know if ULM is going to score. Yeah, I mean, I don't know much about ULM. I'm not going to lie. But all right, what's your next one? Army, plus 14 versus Wisconsin. Mm. Ooh, that's a dangerous pick. Army just got embarrassed by Ball State. What's They're the, coming back. What's the over? Yeah, under? but Army won't pick up a first down. Army's got to like run it, 30, dude. Thirty. They're going against the juggernauts of run defense. The over under is thirty nine. That was the game I was looking at. So bet the under. It's going to be seven to nothing. Wisconsin wins. I'll take that. I mean, realistically, yeah. Rush yards for. Both both teams allow under sixty rushing yards a game. So but Army secondary, if if, if is Mertz gonna be playing or did they get uh, rid of him? I don't know, dude. They probably shipped him back to whatever high school he came from and said, "See if you got any eligibility left over there." Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That one's extremely tough. You're talking about the Texas Oklahoma State game being too tough to pick. Fourteen points in favor of a team that can't score. It, yeah, it seems like a game they could. I know lose. you take an army, but it's 14, like fourteen, not in seventeen, not then. I mean, who knows? It's like this could be the game that Wisconsin. Like, I don't I think don't know. Army's going to have any success on offense. No, but you got to just hope that Wisconsin doesn't have any success either. I guess. So you got to hope for some turnovers, maybe a defensive score, special teams. Some. I don't. It's like yeah, if you if you're gonna take Army, it's almost like you do take the under too. Yeah, I feel. Um because it's going to be, dude, it's going to be so tough for either team to score the football. 
Uh, but I mean, 14 points is a lot. So, but all right. Um, so you have just your lock left. No, I uh, I picked the Oklahoma State and Texas game. Oh, that was quick. You just said it was too hard. Now you now you picked your side. All right, we'll. Come. Well, I was looking at it. All right, yeah, we'll talk about that one. Um, all so right, you want me to give me my lock? No, I do not. I want you to sit there and hold on a second. Uh, so yeah. Like I said, the big easy best live stream of the week is going to be the number twelve Oklahoma State. Uh, what are they? It's uh, Cowboys mm-hmm. going on to Austin to take on the number twenty five ranked Texas Longhorns. Oklahoma State enters this game ranked, like I said, twelfth in the nation. I'm not so sure that I believe the ranking or that they're worthy of number twelve. Uh, five and zero. Oh, we know they should have lost to Boise State after the fumble that was called back. Uh, they struggled with a mediocre Tulsa team. Um, didn't beat them by as much as you would like. Tulsa's not good. Texas just had the best first half of their season against Oklahoma and then followed up with the worst second half. We saw that firsthand. Uh, we got a video on YouTube if you want to go check it out. Uh, Texas won't have trouble forcing Oklahoma State in the third down situations. They are 123rd in the nation moving the chains on first and second down. That's the trending topic of this uh, episode for me. The big question will be, can Texas get off of the field? They're going to find themselves in a lot of third down situations. But are they going to be able to do enough to get off the field? That's the question. The dual threat ability of Spencer Sanders worries me a little bit. Um, but he's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. You don't know which player you're going to get when it comes to Sanders. Uh, Texas, on the other side of the football, I think has the weapons to potentially pull away in this game. Uh, freshman wide receiver Xavier Worthy is showing why he's worthy of getting more touches. He went off against Oklahoma. Um, I mean, he's a big play waiting to happen. Oklahoma State beat Kansas State by nine. In that game, Kansas State fumbled the football into the end zone. They scored 31 points in the first half and then scored zero in the second half. Two missed field goals, five punts. So, Okay, State scored zero? Yes, zero points in the second half. Two missed so that's field goals. two games this season that Oklahoma State didn't score in the second half. So they stall out. They, they, they go. Because in Boise, they, there was no scoring in the second half in yeah. that game. Yep, that's correct. Yep, that's right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Sanders – it's like hot and cold. They, like I was saying, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, you don't know which one you're going to get. And they clearly they can't sustain any success that they're having on offense. Um, like I said, the 31 points was a little inflated. Kansas State literally fumbled the snap and like kicked it into the end zone. It, it was ridiculous. Um, so I'm going to take Texas minus five and a half with Bijan Robinson. They're coming off of that heartbreaking loss against Oklahoma. But Texas is moving in the right direction. Texas is going to be, I think you said it on the stream, Texas is going to be a team that is a contender next year, uh, a team you got to worry about. Sarkeesian can dial up some offensive schemes. As long as number zero has all those armbands on, we're going to have a shot on the defensive side of the ball. Um, need to play some bend, don't break defense, force some field goals. Their kicker obviously sucks. So give me Texas minus five and a half. Actually, no, I'm sorry, it's down to five. So give Or me, even four and a half. And, is it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yep, you're right. Okay. Yeah, there was a few I waited on. I waited on that Boise game. I waited on this Texas game. Um, yeah. Give me Texas minus four and a half. Took took from them last week. They're going to give back to us this week. Um, all right, so which side are you leaning? I know it seemed like you were potentially leaning the other <laughs> way. It's the reasoning why I would – I don't know, five seemed like a lot, but since it's – or five and a half, it's coming down a little bit because there's – 92% of the money's been on o- Oklahoma State, even though that 51% of the betting is on Texas. Fade the public. So, um, bigger money's on o- Oklahoma State. 
That's not really what I'm concerned about. What I'm concerned about is the way that the two teams match up. Oklahoma State's defense is the strength of their team. Um, it just their rush defense is 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 good, but I if I would say are they going to be able to shut down Texas totally? I don't think so. Um, the biggest thing that worries me is Texas's rush defense. If Oklahoma State really leans on the run, tries to take the ball out of their quarterback's hands uh, and turn him into somewhat of a, just a game manager. I mean, he has the experience. Uh, his biggest problem has been turning the ball over. But I don't know. Like you said, uh, Texas at home, I, I think that this Texas still has an opportunity to play, to win out, and then they'll be able to play Oklahoma potentially in the Big 12 title game. So, um I'm going to roll with Texas here. I think they're a really good football team. Good. Uh, minus four and a half. So uh, if you look at it, like you said, that so Oklahoma, statistically Oklahoma's def- rush defense is a little bit better than um, Oklahoma State's. So Bijan was averaging, what, 10 yards a carry? Like I know it was a couple big plays in there that inflated that number. But they've played teams that don't even really try to run the ball, like Boise. Boise doesn't try to run. Boise ran the ball with no success, but they, they abandon it any chance that they get. Um, they've played one team. It looks like that rushed the ball more than 30 times. So where it's against Baylor, Oklahoma state ran the ball 59 or yeah, 59 times they ran the ball, um, against Kansas state, Kansas state only rushed 25 times. They rushed 43 times. So then same it's a similar number with, uh, with Boise, and then against Tulsa, I'm not even going to worry about Missouri State, which even though that was like one of the closest games they played, which is makes no sense. Yeah, they were without Sanders early in were the they? year. Okay. For the first two, I think he come back for Tulsa, but they still struggled. So Tulsa ran it 39 times for 3.2 yards of carry. Oklahoma State ran it 43 times for 3.3 yards of carry. Um, but, yeah, I mean – I don't know. It, this is another one. I didn't go back and forth as many times as I did Oklahoma, Texas. We got lucky in that one, but uh, I mean, a win's a win. Spencer, um, Spencer Sanders, Spencer Rattler. What's the difference? Go bet Texas. Yeah, anybody with the name Spencer can't play quarterback. <laughs> um, I felt like Casey Thompson impressed me though. He did. He had more success throwing the ball than I thought he would. And then even with the hurt thumb, that's one thing that I kept trying to look at. I can't find anything that says that he's having issues with it or potentially might not play or anything like that. I don't think that's anything to worry about. He came back in and looked fine. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Texas. I'm going to take Texas with the points. Justin, which side are you leaning? Um, at first, I was kind of leaning Oklahoma State, honestly. Um, but I'm actually going to go with the over at 60. Okay. Take Oklahoma State. I'm not. Take them. <laughs> Come on. Take them. Yeah, you were on Oklahoma. Double down. Oklahoma State. Um. So you're going over 60. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we did just see a game where there was like 100 points scored with Texas. Um, yeah, I'm going to stick with the points there. Um, but, yeah, so that will be the live stream on Facebook um, and YouTube and Twitch and Twitter, either one, anyone that you want. Come hop in, come hang out. Last week was electric, uh, top five moment of all time for live streams. And then – you can come hang out in the chat, talk to us. Um, we'll shoot the shit with you. It was, it was a good time last week. Uh, all right, let's get to our locks of the week. Nick, you can go first. Um, so we talked about this one already. Okay. And it's Rutgers minus two. Okay, good. 
I feel really good. That was almost mine. I feel good about that one. Um, yeah, we already broke that one down. Justin, or I mean, we just kind of just said we're taking rockers, basically. Um, but Justin, go ahead and give me your lock of the week. We also talked about this game. I'm going with Alabama <laughs> minus so, seventeen. So everybody missed the uh, what I meant by save your locks. Well, of the week. you had both of our locks. Well, y'all should have yeah. said. So he didn't say anything. Or did you say you were on Alabama before just now? I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I didn't know if you wanted me to flag you down and say, hey. Yeah, so I was like, I'll just say I'm on it. I won't say, I'll keep it a secret, but it's not a lock. All right. Um, so you're taking Bama full game as your lock? Yeah. Okay. Um, which, yeah, we've already gone over both of those. I'm surprised y'all aren't on this game, but who knows? Maybe maybe I don't think it's a good pick, but it's my lock of the week. Maybe, um, we'll, maybe we'll jump on it. I doubt it. Um, Michigan State at Indiana. Michigan State minus four and a half. I'm going to get an updated spread here. Um, 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 um. Yeah, four and a half. Number 10 ranked Spartans. Um, I'm clearly late to the party with Michigan State. I still have nightmares of Rocky Lombardi. The Spartans <laughs> have an extremely balanced offense led by Heisman Hopeful that Nick was showing me last week. I've seen him a little bit, but I haven't been really paying too much attention to him. Kenneth Walker the third. Um, He's got 913 yards rushing, nine touchdowns. He's averaging over seven yards a carry. Uh, the kid had 200 rushing, had over 200 yards rushing on a solid Rutgers defense, who is Nick's lock of the week and was almost my lock of the week as well. So they have a good defense. He ran all over them. Quarterback Peyton Thorne is quietly having a fantastic year, 1,576 passing yards, 14 touchdowns, two interceptions, completing over 62% of his passes. I think Michigan State will make you respect and prepare for the run game and will then be able to hit you over the top um, when they want to. So one thing that is concerning, Michigan State is only 36% on conversion downs, but they move the chains on first and second down 78% of the time, seventh best in the country. They seem to struggle when you know that they're throwing, but when it's early downs and they have the option to run or pass, they have success. So staying ahead of the chains is going to be paramount in potentially covering the spread. Indiana struggled mightily on offense, and the defense is not what it once was. Uh, Penix Jr., you keep thinking, like, okay, is he going to figure it out? Is he going to tap into whatever magic he had last year? He is yet to do that. I don't think he will this week. Give me Michigan State minus four and a half lock of the week. Was that? Yeah, if you com- compare Kenneth Walker to somebody of recent history, it'd be Travis Etienne. Yeah. That's the style of running back he has. He's got a good top end speed. He can get to the edge quickly. Out, He's got deceptive speed almost. It's A lot of people take bad angles on him, so he outruns people to the sideline and able to cut it up. I mean, last week I think he had a 97-yard touchdown. Yeah, it was extremely impressive. He's fast, man, and he's strong too. Yeah, Um was that enough to sway you? You gonna take it? I don't know. I don't like. I don't. I don't know what I'm doing, dude. I look at the schedule with complete confusion these days. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Indiana's just not good. They're just not. I don't. I don't. They lost to Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky's a bad football team. Their their defense is terrible. Penix Jr. is having a really bad year. Four touchdowns, seven interceptions. So he's not getting it done. I think. When you mix in Peyton Thorne and Kenneth Walker the third, the strength of Indiana last year was their defense. So Penix Jr. was having a potential Heisman candidate year for the first half, then he tore his ACL. But the strength of that team was still their defense, and it is no longer that. So I think Michigan State's going to have a lot of success on the offensive side of the ball, and Penix Jr.'s not having enough success under center to keep the chains moving and really pose a threat to stay in this game with Michigan State. So give me Yeah, the keep for Michigan State here. I mean, yeah, Michigan State is they have to – Peyton Thorne's going to have to pose a threat to be able to push the ball downfield because if they stack the box, 
Michigan State does have the playmakers at wide receiver to be able to get that ball downfield. It's all about, I think Peyton Thorne has the ability to maybe throw some down towards the sideline and keep it safe to maybe pull that extra guy out the box so that their running game isn't totally stalled. Yeah, I mean, he had the 63-yard bomb against Rutgers. Um, That's what I'm saying. So I I, I feel really good about this one. I do. So take that for what it's worth. Um, Might not be worth shit, but I'm sitting at four and three in locks, um, and this is a bounce-back week for college. I I had a terrible week, and then we had a not-as-bad week. It was looking like it was going to be a good week, and now we're we're due for a good week. So y'all are done with your picks, correct? Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm going to recap mine real quick, then we'll go around the table. All right, so as I just said, Michigan State minus 4.5, my lock of the week. Give me Rutgers minus 2. UCF Cincinnati under 57.5, another under 57.5 pit in Virginia Tech. Give me Texas minus 4.5 on the live stream. You got to come hang out, get in the chat. It'll be a good time. Uh, Give me Bama minus 10 first half, minus 17 full game, and give me Boise State, Blue Broncos, back on the blue turf, minus four. I'm coming home. I never should have left. Nick. Friday night, late game, San Jose State plus nine and a half. 11 o'clock in the morning, the live stream, I'm taking Texas minus four and a half. Saturday, also at 11, I'm taking Rutgers minus two as my lock. And then I'm going with Virginia Tech. Plus five at home against. Who are they playing? Because that's who you're betting on. Yeah, Pitt. Pittsburgh. Yes. Yep. All right, Justin, give me your picks. Um, I have Memphis minus ten and a half over Navy. Oregon minus thirteen and a half over Cal. Oregon and Cal over fifty four. San Jose State and San Diego State over forty one. Rutgers minus two over Northwestern. Um, North Carolina minus seven over Miami. Pitt minus five over Virginia Tech. BYU and Baylor over 50 and a half. Army plus 14 over Wisconsin. Boise State minus four over Air Force. Liberty minus 32 and a half over ULM. Um, Texas and Oklahoma State over 60. And my lock of the week is Bama minus 17 over Mississippi State. All right, there you go. This is a get right week for us in the NCAA coming off of a uh, piss poor display. Uh, so we got to do better in college. But what we did do was fantastic in the NFL, and we look to duplicate that again this week. But before that, stop what you're doing right now. Go download Prediction Strike. Have you heard that before? You're going to hear it again. Do you wish that you could have a stock in your favorite athletes like Tyreek Hill? I like Tyreek Hill. We'll talk about that in a second because uh, I'm over here finessing all these kids in fantasy football. Uh, or Alvin Kamara. Prediction Strike brings that idea to life. Prediction Strike's the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of a professional athlete as if they were stocks. Think about that. Picture an app if Robinhood and DraftKings had a baby. Don't just draft your favorite players. Start investing in them. If you're good at fantasy football like myself, I'm having a great year in fantasy. I'm also having a great year in Prediction Strike. My bank account is going through the roof. So simply download their new easy-to-use app or sign up at predictionstrike.com. Use the code Big easy bets, one word, to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. So speaking of Tyreek Hill, let's talk about that for a second. Is it safe to say that uh, I'm the front runner to win this fantasy football league? Would you agree? Yeah, but you were already the front runner before you But got... now I'm even more the front runner. The rich get richer. 
I'm tired of playing with these idiots. <laughs> what do you? I mean, I'm serious. You? Like, <laughs> we need a vote. I'm voting them out of the league. I'm starting a coalition government here. <laughs> Not gonna happen. This is a dictatorship. So. <laughs> it's a fair dictatorship. We had Justin make it's that. It's totally a, not fair. It is fair. No. If Who you are we voting out. Okay, but so if you would everybody that trades away their damn players, well, probably you. You're probably literally nothing in return. Out of all the trades, trades my, the only one that seems to be working out. It's yeah, working out in hindsight, <laughs> though. At the time, though, yeah, it was but ridiculous. Saquon Barkley's injury no, I prone. Know. That's a, yes, but I don't know that that's what his that's thoughts were That's a history, going though. It is, but in hindsight, yes, it worked out. But at the time, everybody was up in arms like this is ridiculous. Yeah, but I even said I thought Eckler was the better, pl- the best play. At least he got the best player. Yeah, but what? How many points? Everybody else has given away their best players for virtually nothing in return. No, I I agree. But so, how many points did Saquon have against us? It was like forty. I think 32, yeah. Yeah, so I looked more. at it as you just traded away two guys that could potentially do what Eckler does or did last week. He had a great week. Uh, fucking idiot almost blew the game for me on my money line parlay. Um, you traded away two guys that have the capabilities of doing what Eckler did, and you traded away Galladay for a lesser receiver, even though Cortland Sutton did have a good week as well. Um, so, yeah, in hindsight, yeah, Justin got the better deal out of that. But at the time, I definitely did not think that that was... Yeah, but those the the his trade and the two trades that were made for I'm not you arguing that. aren't yeah. even close in I'm comparison. Not, Shannon and Ryan's was by far the worst trade. Well, mm, I would say... I, uh, I would say what I got was definitely. I don't even deal. know about that trade. So Shannon gave, and you probably know it a little bit better than me, but Shannon gave. Fuck did Shannon give? He gave the players that I traded him. He gave him Odell. <laughs> I think he gave him AJ Brown. He gave him Dak Prescott. Yeah, because all he wanted was Dak. And then somebody else. And then Ryan gave him DK Metcalf, Michael Thomas, who was Joe Burrow, and then a running back, and then one other. Decent player, I think. Um, but I looked at it like, y'all are just like, here, take these good players and I'll give you these good players. Y'all are just flip-flopping. I didn't look at one person came out like crazy on top. If anything, I almost felt like Ryan might have came out on top. Yeah, he did. Because, well, you're saying Shannon came out on top. I thought so from the from the start of it. Well, he got, so Shannon got. He got Dak Prescott. Ryan, Ryan got, has, yeah. Ryan now has Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson's well, but so he got rid of DK. Russell Wilson's going to be out for a little while. Yeah, um, so that's why I'm like Shannon. But got Burrow sh- was just on waiver wires two weeks ago. Yeah, was Shannon not paying attention when he wanted? I think Bur- Shannon's already got a good quarterback though. So why does he need Burrow? Who does he have? I think he just throw. He I think that- he just said Burrow because he was giving him throw that. in another position player though, somebody that you're going to use. I have no idea. Like he he made that trade with me. <laughs> he didn't even use two of the four guys that I gave him. So. You get DK, sure, but now he's got Geno Smith throwing him the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I agree. It's different when you got deep ball Russ Wilson fucking launching that thing to DK down the field. No, he doesn't have a quarterback. Joe yeah. Burrow is his best quarterback. His I love, backup is Jared Goff. I love Joe Burrow, don't get me this wrong. Is the, but, but, yes, you could have got him. You could have just picked him up. Shannon shouldn't be allowed to play because he does not know what he's doing. You can't just go around giving away your best players. Not only did he give away – he gave away his three best players. <laughs> And got Joe Mixon in return. That's it. 
Nothing even close in comparison. Like, it was Joe Mix. He texted. Yeah, that's right. He texted me and he was like, I got to make a move. I'm like, I agree. <laughs> I agree. You got to do something. Yeah, that's what these idiots, they lose a game and they're like, oh, I got to do something. Uh, no, here's was, the house. Shannon was, what was he, two and one? He yeah, was two and one and he's like, I got to get rid of my players. He came to the right place. Let's make a move. I said, yeah, let's talk. Like, And he was like, he said something. He was like, I got to go. Um, I got to go talk to us or I'm working. I'll do it after work. I was like, let's just do it right now. Let's just <laughs> come on. Shake, shake my hand. Seal the deal. <laughs> so yes, yeah, I gave Shannon, AJ Brown, Odell Beckham, uh, Javante Williams, and who else? Joe Mixon. And Joe Mixon. Um, I do like Javante Williams a lot, but, and he was damn near close to getting a long touchdown. He got tackled inside the five yard line. Um, but Joe Mixon ended up getting hurt the next week. Odell, they, they scored like 40 plus points and he got like two catches. Um, and then A.J. Brown's coming off of a hamstring injury. So he gave me DeAndre Hopkins and Aaron Jones. And then, bam, uh, was getting antsy because I get in Bam's head. I, I'm I'm pulling, I'm playing Bam like he's a puppet, okay? I've been – this has been four years in the works. So I told him two weeks ago I was inquiring about Tyreek Hill. I wanted to see what he, what he wanted – what he wanted for him. And then he said he wasn't trading anything. So I said, all right, take Tyreek Hill down to the loser bracket. That's fine. I said, you'll be, you'll be in the shit bowl. Uh, but at least you can say you had Tyreek Hill. Well, then the very next week, Tyreek Hill goes for 50, and he put that shit in the group chat and all this and that. Well, then his team scores 100 this week. So that's why I was just I was sending those memes and shit, like I'm getting in his head. I'm laughing, like, okay, yeah, take Tyreek Hill to the shit bowl. Well, he hits me up, and he's like – or no, he sent me that trade. He wanted Mike Williams, the number two wide receiver in fantasy, and Debo, the number four wide receiver in fantasy, for Tyreek Hill, and then he threw in like some bum. So – he threw in Michael Gallup, who's still on IR. He might be coming back. Um, I said, you're fucking nuts. I'm not giving you fucking Mike Williams and Debo. So then I offer him Debo. <laughs> we settled on Debo, Hunter Renfro. I offered him Jacoby Myers. He rathered Hunter Renfro and Daryl Williams, who's going to be good for three weeks until Clyde comes back, um, for Tyree Kill. And yeah, and there was something where JD the, the Chiefs want to trade for Marlon Mack. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Um and I feel bad. I love Bam. Don't get me wrong. Um, but he's a damn idiot. But he is a damn idiot. No, the difference he here, me. He that would me. have been a far more fair trade if you were to give him Williams and... And, and Debo? Yeah. Hell yeah. Because... That's two and four. Mike Williams is... But I told him, like, I said, that's Williams an, is off That's limits. a fair trade, though, because Tyreek Hill... That's, he would win that trade, in my opinion. I... I got Tyreek Hill is a top five wide receiver for the past five years. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. You know, these guys, Mike Williams has been okay. Yeah, but, but this, this year he's is, going especially crazy. in this league. Both, too, with of the the, both of these guys are on first, and it's only five. We're only through five weeks. No, yeah, with with the way my league is set up, if you get a 40 yard bonus, you touchdown, you get a bonus, and you get a 50 yard touchdown, you get a bonus on top of that 40 yard. So Tyreek Hill is like the best. If, if he has one of his days, like that's what we saw two weeks ago, he went for 50 plus. Um, so I told him, I was like, Mike Williams is off limits. Not a chance. Because in that offense with Herbert looking the way he's looking. But Debo, they've got two hurt quarterbacks. I think yeah, Debo's, Debo's benefited from some busted coverages to get bonus touchdowns to inflate his numbers. It was strategic what I did. I bought low and I sold high on Debo. Much like what you can do on Prediction Strike if you download the app, uh, the app and use the promo code BigEasyBets. But, I mean, who's, who's keeping track of that? Um, I have the best team in this league. This is competing with the best team ever in the history of this league that I had year one. Year one, I had the number one, two, and three running backs, the number one wide receiver, Travis Kelsey at tight end, and like Drew Brees at quarterback. 
It's like the best team ever assembled. I think my team from year two, I mean, uh, two years ago was better than mine. Not a chance. It could, it could not better than my year one team without a doubt. I had the number one, two and three running backs. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't in the league. Um, but no, yeah. I mean, you, you two years ago, I had Mike Thomas Hopkins and Keenan Allen. That that's great. Whoopty damn do. Let's look at what I got right now. <laughs> Lamar Jackson at quarterback. Dalvin Cook at running back. I'm slaughtering y'all, and my first round pick has been hurt for three weeks. Aaron Jones is my second running back. Mike Williams, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyree Kill, and Mark Andrews. The number one defense and a top ten kicker. Yeah, that took guts to play uh, Buffalo against the Chiefs, and they dropped a fifteen piece. Yeah, they got a defensive touchdown. Yeah, no, I I'm. I see p- a lot of these clowns, man. They. You got two defenses. Yeah. On the, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a good defense and I'm gonna just roll with them. I'm not gonna sit here. I and get play. switching. I switch mine out basically every week, but like I'm not gonna well, pick up a defense. If you're gonna play defense. the waiver wire defense yeah. game and carousel that way, then that's one thing. But I'm not holding. Two no, defenses. I don't hold two defense. I don't hold when my kicker's buy comes up. See you later. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. a different it's a kicker. Fucking kicker. Yeah. No, Lindsay was talking about because Lindsay's in the league this year. She's like, why are y'all leaving? Why are y'all not picking up Mason Crosby? Look at, like, y'all keep getting these kickers that get no points. I'm like, it's a kicker. And so then Mason Crosby, she jinxed him. He has the worst game of his goddamn career. Um, and then miraculously hits the game winner. But, all right, we went off on a fantasy tangent there. I have the best team. It's not even close. If I lose, it'll be a travesty. It was a travesty year two. Nick beat me and when I scored, like, 190 points. So anything yeah. can happen. Everybody, but I had McCaffrey and Kamara. Yeah, Nick scored, that like, is 300 true. points. That was that, a that week. No, he didn't. He scored over 200, but it was not 300. Two, 235. I thought it was, like, 265. Hell no. I thought it was something hell ridiculous. No. 235 was the highest of all time at that point. I think I scored 230. What did I score? 238? Yeah, somebody beat it. Me? Just this <laughs> this past week, I took I took back. I'm Dude, I back. would have had two hundred. I forgot to play Robert Woods. I would have had two hundred yeah. points. Yeah, you did text me that. Um, I went to boxing and I forgot to uh, put my lineup in. All I know is I said I'm coming back for what's rightfully mine this year. So I had two years where I paid my dues with the injury bug. I'm back to take the crown, and I've got a two game lead. We're only five weeks into the season, so it'll be a travesty if I lose. Anything can happen though. But all right, let's recap NFL real quick. Thursday night, we had the Rams playing the Seahawks. We were all three on the Rams minus two and a half. Uh, Me and Nick were both on the over 54 and a half. So I cash in on Rams with the points. We lose out on the over. I had Colts plus seven on Monday night. Uh, This game was looking like it was going to be easy peasy, no problem. Well, no, it was a sweat there at the end. They ended up going to overtime. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens win by six in OT. So Colts cover the spread there. Eagles plus three and a half. I'm going to be honest. Y'all talked me into this one. I was pissed for a little while there. I was like, God damn it. And then uh, lo and behold, the Eagles make the comeback. Did they win outright? Yeah. So, yeah, they ended up winning the game as three and a half point underdogs after being down like 15 to two or some weird shit. Um, It was something weird. Packers minus three was a push. This game, nobody wanted to win this game. Um, Worst field goal kicking performance you'll ever find on a a day with no wind. Uh, It was was odd. It was something you had to see to believe. But I'll take a push. Titans minus four. They beat up on the Jaguars. Steelers minus one. My lock of the week. Uh, never a doubt there either. Five, one, and one on the week for me. And we hit the lock. So that was uh, good. Needed it. Had to have it. Uh, we're back in the green in the NFL. Nick, you had seven plays. I had Rams minus two and a half. They won and covered. I had Rams at Seahawks over 54 and a half. It didn't hit the over. This game got off to a kind of a slow start, so it was doomed from the jump. 
Jets minus three. I wake up at like nine o'clock. It's already seventeen nothing. Um, they ended up. They did end up rallying a little bit, but they uh. They did. Thank God. I they did push the game. They got the game within three points at one point, but then I think the Falcons ended up scoring again. Packers minus three. The Packers should have won this game in regulation. Uh, they kind of. They were up by, I think, seven points yeah. at one point, and they let them tie it. Those Bengals I don't are know. scrappy. The Bengals dude. are good. They're scrappy. Their um, defense is solid. Eagles plus three and a half ended up winning. Titans minus four. They smoked the Jaguars. And then Giants plus seven. I lost Saquon Barkley early. and Daniel Jones. Yeah, uh, that's not good. And early Galladay. in this game. And Galladay. You lost the best three <laughs> options on offense. So we had Mac, Mike Glennon at quarterback and uh, Booker at running back. It wasn't enough to hang in there with the Cowboys. Nope. Justin, you had uh, four plays, a clean sweep, 4-0. Oh. How are you feeling? Good. It was a good week. I mean, yeah. It's pretty much. Yep. I, I wasn't happy when you made the Saints your lock. I'm not going to lie. That's kind of like bad juju around here, but we do it every now and then. But, yeah, he had Rams on Thursday night, Eagles plus 3.5 like all of us. He had Saints minus 2. Great pick. Jameis, I mean, good God. I got him on prediction strike. Yeah, I know. Did he? I mean, he had to exceed his. Yeah, I'm about to sell him. You are you? You're yeah. In? Um, and then you had Falcons minus three in London. Uh, so clean sweep four and a week for Justin. Five one and one for me. Three three and one for Nick. That brings me to eighteen fifteen and one. Two and three in my locks. Nick sits at thirteen eighteen and one. One three and one on his locks. If you saw where he started to see where he's at now, he's making a decent turnaround. Justin's 14 and 5, 3 and 2 on his lock. So we are cleaning up pretty nicely in the NFL. Uh, we need to get the NCAA to catch up, even though, Justin, you are still in the green. But one more, one more rough week, and we might be saying, saying otherwise here because I'm coming for it all this week. Um, so, yeah, uh, quietly, not on the, nobody on the podcast knew it, but y'all did. I hit a four team money line parlay and a five team teaser. That completely turned my night around because after Alabama shit on me, I really – or turned my weekend around. I really needed that. You hit big on something too, huh? Um, Yeah, but all my bets are big. So when I lose one, I lose big. When one, <laughs> I win big. And then, Justin, you hit a uh, a nice parlay. In I hit a very well. big one. but I um, hit Bill's money. That's the only pick that I bet that I didn't give out on the podcast was Bill's money line, and mm-hmm. I I got that one. Oh, yeah, you had how much was your parlay? Um, not how much, like how many teams? It was five. Five um, and to you, total out for seven hundred. And you had a teaser as well. Yeah. How many teams was the teaser? Uh, four. I feel like I could break down a teaser every week and love it, and it doesn't mean I'm going to win every week. Absolutely. But I'm like, this can never go wrong. When yeah. you're changing the line that much, yeah. it's like I had the Jets, and I had the Jets plus what was it? It was three, right? It was the spread? I had them plus nine and a half. So I was like, fuck, it was it was a sweat there for a little bit. Um, all right, so let's move on to this week's NFL picks. Thursday night, you got the Eagles at home against the Buccaneers. Who wants to go first? Justin does, since right. he's in the lead. That's true. I'll go first. Let's hear it. Um, well, just like every other Thursday, I never know what to pick. Until five Are you seconds undefeated before. on Thursday, or yes. did you lose yet? Nope. I think I'm three and one. He's four and zero, oh. or was this week five, five and zero? Oh. Oh, wait, week five. Wait, and yeah, oh. you're five and zero. Oh, I'm four and two. Wait, yeah. 
No, that doesn't make sense. Well, we Wait, yeah, because we picked two. That's why. That's why. That's why. Yep. I'm four and two. You're five and oh. Okay. I'm um two and four. Okay. Uh, yep. Well, Bucks are sitting at minus seven over the Eagles, and Tom Brady is actually 0-10 in his last 10 primetime games. Fun fact. Against uh, the spread. Is that a true stat? Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be against the spread. Yeah, and against the spread. That's weird because I wrote down Brady sucks in primetime. And I didn't look at anything. It was just a feeling that I had. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, 0-10 in his last against the spread in uh, prime time. So with that being said, I'm taking the Bucks minus 7 on Thursday night. Okay. A win is due. Give me the Eagles at home <laughs> with the points. Seven points. Brady's got a hurt thumb. Might not affect him too much. Uh, but he sucks on prime time. He just does. we got to call a spade a spade at some point. Give me the Eagles. Jalen Hurts, his mobility. Um I don't love it, but I'm going to try to talk myself into loving it. At home, plus seven. Fly, Eagles, fly. Which side are you on? I'm on the Bucks. Good. And it's because the Eagles, uh, they have a susceptibility against the run. So that's, I think it will just open up the play action for, for the Bucks. The Eagles defense at times, it will look like, you know, is it good? Is it bad? I think against this Bucks team, they're going to look bad. So Y'all know it's supposed to be thunderstorming, right? I don't know. Is it really? No, I made that up. I wish that. I was about to say, that's a little bit in advance to know about a thunderstorm. That's why. Not really. That's tomorrow. Yeah, it is. The game's tomorrow. Yeah, but they pop up. Like, there's there could be a chance of <laughs> thunders. Yeah, thunderstorms form you have out of nowhere. Wet. No, they don't. Yes, they yes, do. Yes, they can. But you can definitely know that a thunderstorm is coming. There's yeah, a weekly, but not. It's a weekly weather forecast. They can guess, but they won't know. Okay. Well, one, I made it up, but two, you can definitely. That's a weekly weather forecast. You can. No, I do, and there, I can tell you, most of the time, their forecast is wrong. I work outside. I mean, yeah, they definitely get it wrong a lot, but like more than they get it right, far more. Yeah, but if they said that there was going to be thunderstorms, you would go. Um, no, I wouldn't okay. go with the Eagles. I just don't think. No, I'm not saying you would go with the Eagles, but you would go. Oh, okay, well, there's going to be weather in play. For the Eagles, a covered Hurts is going to have to throw the ball downfield and have success. If there is a defense to do it against, it's this defense. They haven't. Been able to get pressure like they were last year, but and the secondary the run up. defense is still top notch. So I don't see Hurts being able to run it around against the Bucks very much. Is Winfield still out? Yeah, he is. Yeah, Winfield's out. Levante David, unless this is not updated all the way, but this says Winfield's out. Levante David's out. Uh, Pierre Paul's questionable. Gronk Gronk is out. Uh, we know Carlton Davis is still on IR. Um. And isn't Murphy Bunting on IR, too? Yeah. That's like their whole goddamn secondary. But they got Sherman. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> good. No, yeah, I'm telling you, that for at home, this feels like too many points. It just does. Um, no, generally, it does. It's just the way I think that they match up. I, I don't know that, that he's going to be able to run on them or that the Eagles at all will be able to do anything as far as running is concerned. I know, but with Levante David being out, that's a that's a problem. Is too. he out? That's what it says. That's my a, injury report doesn't mention his name. I got right here. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It may not. It's ESPN, so take it with a grain of salt. But that's oh a, yeah, that you can't trust those clowns. I mean, my injury report says Giovanni Bernard's questionable. Gronkowski's out. Pierre Paul's questionable. Patrick O'Connor's out. Carlton Davis is questionable. 
Sean Murphy Bunting is out. Jamal Dean is questionable, and Antoine Winfield is out. So they don't even have Levante David on the injury report? Yeah, they don't have him listed as questionable or on here at all. So this says right here, first thing that I looked up, it says linebacker Levante David has a low ankle sprain and will miss this Thursday's game against the Eagles. After that, David will be considered week to week. Well, damn. What the hell? up with my injury report but that that's big i mean he's one of the top linebackers in the league he's not as good as devin white in my opinion but at least in regards to stopping the run devin white's a freak um but it's like i don't so i don't know they said he suffered it in the win against the dolphins and it's short turnaround on a thursday yeah I mean, if that's if that says he's out, he's out. I mean, why would they lie? I don't trust shit on the on the internet. So, um, <laughs> Who sent it out? Which this says CBS Sports and then PewterReport.com. Um, so take that <laughs> whatever, however you want. I mean, he's probably out then. Um, yeah, no, I mean, most games are decided by four points or less. So Tom Brady in prime time sucks. It is what it is. In the Northeast, he sucks. Can't go up and play in that environment anymore. Yeah. Fly, Eagles, fly. Um, you're big on the Eagles this year. You've been yeah, big- I like them. But you like Brady, too, because he's your fantasy quarterback. Yeah, but so is Hurts. Hurts is my backup fantasy quarterback. <laughs> yeah, well, you're not starting him, so you don't care. Yeah, I mean, I'd be nuts. Brady's, I think he might be the number one. He probably he he still is, yeah. Is he? He's Kyle, the number one. Kyler Murray's up there. Um all right, but yeah, so okay, they're both on the Bucks. Good. I'm on the Eagles. So uh Justin Street comes to an end this week. So it is what it is. Um my first pick of Sunday, give me the Jags plus three and a half. It's time. Two, oh yeah. Tua might be coming back. Don't care. Do it for Urban. Um backs against the wall. Do it for each other. Urban Meyer. Adultery's a sin. Uh, Tua is back at practice. Don't care. Uh, he can play all he wants. Jacoby Brissett's questionable. Byron Jones is questionable. Xavier Howard's questionable. They're all questionable. Uh, this <laughs> is the this is the best spot for the Jaguars to get a win all year. So, yeah, give me Jacksonville plus three and a half at home. I'm at home. Um, the Miami run defense is pitiful. Lean on the run. Lawrence is getting better with each game. Um, Lawrence has got two as number two. Let's remember that. <laughs> All right, Justin, are you on this game? Yeah, I'm also on this game. Uh, Trevor's going to want to drive two into the ground, so fuck Tua. Jags you plus think three and a get, half. You think Lawrence gets a sack this game? Yeah, a sack and three <laughs> touchdowns. <laughs> they got him at defensive end. <laughs> Let him blitz. Um, okay, so consensus, we're all on the Jags. Take that for what it's worth. Um, let's see. Give me, give me your next one. Packers at Bears. I'm going Packers minus four and a half. Okay. Um, I was looking at it, and at first glance, that's what I would take. But it's like that Bears defense looked like it was figuring things out. Granted, the Raiders have a lot of shit going on in their locker room. Rest in peace to John Gruden. Uh, put a couple shots in the coffin. He deserved to go. Um, the Packers don't look that good. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, but... Like, their offense does not look... Is it Rodgers? Is it... Like, is Rodgers falling off a little bit? 
he doesn't look as good as years past. He's not winning MVP this year. Like he's not. No, but I still think they're good. I mean, they played the Bengals, who did. The Bengals are a good team, and they were on the road. Um, I definitely said the Bengals are a lot better than the Bears, even though the Bears smashed the shit out the Bengals this year. But that was because Burrow threw like three interceptions. One was returned for a touchdown. Um, well, they didn't smash them. They won by three. The Bears only beat the Bengals by three. Well, 20, the Bengals must have rallied at the end. I don't know. What 20 happened. to 17. Interesting. Well, um, I do remember Burrow throwing some shitty picks, though. So, yeah, yeah. maybe they pushed it. Maybe they came back towards the end. Because I don't remember watching that, but I remember getting updates. I do think the Bears are better with Justin Fields, but I still think even with his, what's up with Jair Alexander? He's out, huh? I believe so. Yeah, but I still I think, think he's on. I think he's on. He's on IR. IR yeah. yeah, they're they're that other cornerback they got uh, from Georgia. Eli Stokes might be his name. Something Stokes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's pretty damn good. Yeah. Well, is King on the field? Because he's pretty damn bad. No, I haven't seen him. Be honest with you. I don't even – he might be out there, but – Well, with the loss of Alexander, that dude is a bum. Um, um, no, it's just the Packers here. Aaron Jones, as of late, since he scored the four touchdowns, hasn't really – he's done well, but not as good as he's been doing. I think this is a position for them to try to work him into the offense because uh, – I do like the They got to throw – they can't just throw it to Adams every play, even though he's They're, always open. Yeah, it's it's insane. I don't get it. Maybe triple team him. Um, like that picture of the Saints double teaming Calvin Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might need to do that to Devontae Adams. Um, Justin, are you on this game? Yeah, I'm actually also on the Packers minus four and a half. Justin's on every game. Yes. Um, okay, I am not on that one. Um, but I I have a couple that I put question marks by. Uh, but I'm going back to the well. It looks like it might be. I got it at four and a half. Um Looks like it's at five now. Give me the Steelers at home against the Seahawks. Uh, Geno Smith, I don't think, even though he stepped in and he looked good, that interception was not his fault. Mm-mm. That interception was not on him. Um, I still don't think he's going to be able to do much against the Steelers' all, uh, defense. So, yeah, give me the Steelers at home Sunday night. Um, I, like I said, I got it four and a half. It's at five. Yeah, I'm on the Steelers too. Are you? What'd you get it at? Five. Five? Fuck. Sunday night foosball. Okay. Um, I'll take it at five, motherfuck. What, what I mean, what's four and a half matter, Jesus? Yeah, what's it matter anyway? It's... All right, so we're both on the Steelers. Justin, are you on this game? I am not. Okay, give me your next one then. Um, I'm going with the Lions plus three and a half over the Bengals. I think I was looking at this. Yeah, I was looking at this one as well. Could be a good spot for the Lions to potentially finally break through, but go ahead. Yeah, I think the Lions finally break through is what I was going to say. I think they put some things together, and I think they I think they get a win, honestly. Yeah, I mean, the Bengals are good, though. The Bengals are better than like what they have been, where it was like, oh, they've got potential with Joe Burrow. Like, they've got a defense now. That defense is good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Lions have been right there. They've been getting so unlucky. Um I saw they were like the first team ever to lose by uh, 50 yard game winning field goals or something yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like back to back weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, their defense is just breaking there at the end, but they very realistically could have, they minimally should have at least two wins. I mean, took Tucker against good teams, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Are you on this? Um, No. 
Okay. But uh, Burroughs uh, on voice rest. Yeah, the throat contusion. Yeah. I know you don't hear that very often. Um, yeah, that was interesting. Um, what do y'all thought? Are, y- are either one of y'all on the Raiders and Broncos? No, but I'd lean Broncos. Yeah, that's why I'm strongly considering taking them, especially with all the turmoil going on in the Raiders organization. Um, their offense did not look great, looked very out of sync, and the Broncos have a damn good defense. So I'll take it. Why not? I'll go Broncos. Yeah. Broncos put minus three and a half. Yeah. I'll just, what's up? What is, um, what's the severity of uh, Daniel Jones's concussion? I'm not sure. I think he's out. For out. sure. I don't know. Not sure. I don't know. I'm not touching that game though. <laughs> Can't do it. Uh, yeah, I'm. A, I was gonna do it, but too many question marks around there. Saquon is Tony gonna play? He threw a punch. Yeah, I know he might be suspended. I don't know how that works. And yeah, Cobb, you also and, uh, lost Tony that that game. I don't after know. He was balling. Yeah, but that was more towards. Yeah, the that was, it that was out of was reach. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works in the NFL if you get suspended. Terrible punch, by the way. Yeah, it was. He's an idiot. Um, Sterling Shepard came back. Did he? What about Darius Slayton? He also came back. He can't. That's catch, interesting. He can't catch a deep ball. Um, I have. Let's see. So we gave that one. Gave that one. Gave and that Jabril one, Preppers. Gave that one. I have two, maybe three more. I'm gonna save my lock for last. Uh, Chargers Ravens. Give me under fifty two. I think that this is a game that a lot of people are going to take the over with what the Chargers offense has been doing. The Ravens have a solid defense. Uh, Lamar can definitely stall some drives for sure. Has trouble moving the chains a good bit. Uh, It was a heroic second-half performance, but I think that I don't even know which side on the spread I would lean on this one. Probably, Probably the Ravens at home. But I think this is going to be a grinded out game from the Ravens. Uh, Hard nosed football, good defense, all that. Give me under 52. I'm on Chargers plus three. Are you? Yeah, the Ravens are good. Uh, The Chargers do have a susceptibility against the run. I mean, you saw what the Browns did, they ran it all over them. Yep. Um, Dallas had a bunch of success against with running it there late against the Chargers when they played each other. Uh, but I don't know. I'm kind of worried about how that will translate since the Ravens running backs aren't the ones that do the running. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. It just, I know Lamar's been having success running. It's just how much, how how do you want to keep running them? You want you want to just, you know what I'm saying? He had that one run. It was sick. It was uh, sick. He's great. Like, but like it's he, just, he it, jumped and like, like landed on one foot and still was able to juke to the I right. I feel like the Raiders are, I mean, the Ravens are playing a dangerous game here. You know, I think they lean yeah. on with him a little too much, especially since. But he did, I feel like in that second half, though, he did throw from the pocket a lot more and had success doing it. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, they're still, I don't feel like he's running as much as he was his MVP season, but he is still running a lot, and he he's willing to take some hits, so. So I like the Chargers because I think the Chargers' offense is one of the more the most unstoppable force right now in the NFL. It's definitely in that conversation. Yeah, it very well may be number one. Um, Justin Herbert looks so damn good. Eckler's playing well. Mike Williams is a stud, and then Keenan Allen has always been one of the most underrated receivers in football. 
Uh, Justin, give me your next one. It's my lock. Okay, you got one left? Mm-mm, that's okay. it. That's what I'm saying. You got one left. It's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How many more do you have? Uh, just my lock, I guess. Okay. Um, Is it the Monday night game? Um, No. Is yours the Monday night game? No. Okay, what are your thoughts on Bill's Titans? Um, I'm leaning Titans with the points at home, I'm going to be honest. Derrick Henry, grind it out on the ground. Um, A.J. Brown back. Julio, I don't know what's going on with Julio, but Titans don't have a terrible defense. Seems like a lot of points at home. Yeah. The Bills are good as shit. I know they're good. I wouldn't bet it. I wouldn't bet them. Bet the Bills are the Titans. I don't know. I'm not. I'd lean Bills, but, you know, the Bills, they're coming off of a big win. They want you to lean Bills. Uh, I hate the Titans. I Even mean, though I just bet on them, but they were playing a bad team. It's like, the t- I bet on the Titans last year in a snowstorm in the Green Bay. <laughs> I was like, all right, Henry in the snow, give me that out every day of the week. And they just their team sucks in the snow. So yeah, if, they, they if it's ever they the Titans and they're playing in the snow, bet against them. Yeah, no, they did. All right, that may be one I add because it's a Monday night game. It's only game. I mean, I'm going to have to take something. If I sure. were to bet it, I think I would go Titans plus five. It just seems like that's one of those. Like the Bills, I don't think, are just going to ransack the whole league. I don't think they will. I know they put up a 40-piece on whoever it was. They won 40 to nothing against Jax. Houston. No, Houston. Houston sucks. Uh 38 to 20 over Kansas City. Nobody saw that come. Well, I guess you did, Moneyline, but I mean, 18 point victory. I didn't see that coming. Um, I did tease. That was part of my teaser. Uh, so I had them plus nine and a half. But then they beat up on Washington. They beat up on Miami. And then they lost to Pittsburgh. Did they? Yeah, they did. That was the first game of the year. Yeah. Um, they started off slow in there. But still, Washington, Miami, and Houston are scrubs. Yeah. They're not good. Washington's defense, I don't know what is going on with their defense. I was expecting their D-line to be dominant, and it's just not. Uh, the loss of their quarterback, Fitzpatrick, has hurt them. So the Bills are up there and very well maybe the best team in football. So I'm not debating that. But they're still, like, they're blowing out teams with the exception of the Chiefs. They blow it out, they've blown out three scrub teams. So Yeah, I just I think they're hot right now. So Yeah. Julio is back, by the way. Is he? Um, and then the defense. The defense is the biggest thing for the Bills. It's like no, it's damn good. That's it's getting, the biggest difference from last year. It's getting points. It's getting scoring points for the uh, for the team too. It's not just getting takeaways. They're taking them to the house. So I don't know. I'm not going to take it yet, but there's a decent chance that I do take the Titans with the points. Um, just dude, I, yeah, before I just never put enough stock into the home teams getting points. There's something to be said about a home team getting points in football especially in the NFL, um, especially when it's this many points. So, I don't know. I'm not going to take it yet. But, all right, give me your lock of the week because that's all I have left. So, that sounds like that's all we got. Um, I'm going to Cardinals at Browns, and you know I'm going with the Browns. <laughs> I think that the Russian attack. So, I, I looked at this one. Here is key going against the Cardinals, who their defense is more of um get after the passer type defense i think i'm keeping the ball away from the cardinals is is a big thing here i think that the running game does that and i like the browns being at home look the browns lost a tough one last week to to the uh chargers uh it was a back and forth game um they did everything they needed to do to win on offense it was 
they were just facing an unstoppable force. And is Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, are they up there as one of the better offenses? Yes, but I feel like at times they they just make uh, a couple crucial mistakes. And I think going against a team like the Browns, if they make an interception or two, they throw an interception or two, that's going to cost them the game. Yeah, I was looking at this one for a while. And, um, I mean, you can look at it two ways. You can look at it of – Cleveland's defense, who I thought was good and I still think is good, but they gave up 42 points like or 47 points, like you said, to probably the best offense in football right now. But still, 47 points is a shitload of points. They couldn't stop them for a single second. Um, and then on the flip side of that, you got the Cardinals, who are supposed to be this as well, this unstoppable force, or so we thought. They beat San Francisco with Trey Lance 17-10, to and it was, I mean – that game was there for the taking for San Francisco for the entire time. They just couldn't do it. They couldn't go down and put a drive together, but it was right there. The Cardinals were not able to pull away. The Browns have a good defense, probably better than San Francisco's, I would say, like without question. So, And on the flip side of that, Chandler Jones is out for the Cardinals. So I believe he's in COVID protocol, I want to say. I'm like 99% sure on that. Um, so that's a big deal. Dude's probably leading the league in sacks. I don't know where he was at after his five-sack performance week one, but I'm sure he's up there. So, yeah, I'll take the Browns. That is essentially what I'm getting at. Uh, Justin, what is your lock? My lock of the week is the Chiefs minus six and a half over Washington. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Chiefs haven't shown – I mean, the – Washington hasn't shown shit. So Chiefs are coming off of the loss to Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um they need a win. Yeah. They're two and three. I know. They really do. If they go two and there's no way they go two yeah. and four. They're it's last just, in the division too. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting thing here is like everybody's just saying, Hey, throw it underneath. They're not disciplined enough to take Yeah. Take advantage of it. Yeah. So they'll 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 bump Kelsey at the line, and then they'll play two deep safeties to keep the ball out of Tyreek Hill's hands. And mm-hmm. it's like he's busted a few, but then he's also had games where he doesn't contribute that much. So, yep, I don't know. It's like a tough one. The biggest thing is if Washington was playing, uh, the if they were getting after the passer a little bit better, you could make a similar that they would be like a poor man's Tampa Bay. You could refer to the Super Bowl matchup, but they're just not playing well, like you said. So I think the Chiefs are probably a good bet here with their backs kind of against the wall. With the Chargers are, are, yeah, are running away with that division right now. Yeah, they are. It, Chiefs are a good bet. Give me the Chiefs. Um, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you just got to hear you got to hear somebody else take it. What? No. <laughs> um. All right, my lock of the week is going to be the Cowboys minus three and a half going to New England to take on the Patriots. Uh, Cowboys defense is quietly having a pretty decent year. They give up more yards than you would like, but Trayvon Diggs is uh, leading the league in interceptions. He's got an interception in like five straight games, which is unheard of. I think the the running game, the, the whole Cowboys offense, it's not going to be a problem on if they can score or not. It's going to be can the Patriots keep up. Houston blew it against the Patriots last week. They allowed him to come back in after being up a, a pretty good amount. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was more than two scores, I'm pretty sure. Um, 
So, yeah, give me the Cowboys on the road against the Patriots. That is my lock of the week. All right, to recap real quick, uh, Thursday night, I've got the Eagles plus seven. Then my lock of the week is Cowboys minus three and a half. Got the Jaguars plus three and a half. Got the Steelers minus five. Broncos minus three and a half. Chargers and Ravens under 52. Browns minus three. And Chiefs minus six and a half. I have the Buccaneers minus seven. The Jaguars plus three and a half. The Packers minus four and a half. The Chargers plus three. The Broncos minus three and a half. The Browns minus three is my lock. And then I have the Steelers minus five on Sunday night football. Justin. Uh, Thursday night, I have the Bucks minus seven against the Eagles. Jags plus three and a half versus the Dolphins. Lions plus three and a half versus the Bengals. Packers minus four and a half versus the Bears. And my lock of the week is the Chiefs minus six and a half over the football team. Washington. The Redskins. Redskins All right. Yeah. That'll wrap up episode 89. Do y'all have anything to say before we go? Adios. Wish oh. me luck. My back's against the wall yet again. <laughs> Almost to uh, episode 100. That is true. Uh, about two more months and we will be there. Um, so, yeah, episode 89 in the books. There's our college NFL picks. Any game we didn't touch on, message us on Twitter, and we will give you our honest opinion. If you're doing anything on Saturday, 11 o'clock early in the morning, rise and shine, we're going to be doing a live stream. Come hop in, come hang out, get in the chat. And let's just see what happens, see if we can win some money, see if we can recreate the uh, pandemonium of last weekend. Uh, but, yeah, that'll do it. Y'all have a good one. Who dat?